and welcome to another episode of Love and Justice. If you're thinking to yourself, hey, this doesn't sound like Emma, well, you would be correct, because it is me. It's Kelby. Hey, everybody. Emma's still in Hawaii, so Lola and I got together to record an episode about a shoujo series that is just as good as Sailor Moon called Snow White with the Red Hair. We hope you enjoy it. Emma will be back next week, and then we will resume our usual format, where we talk about Sailor Moon Crystal and compare it to the 90s and such. You know the drill. It's just more fun to do that when it's the three of us. Also, just to let you guys know, there are some weird buzzies in certain parts of this episode, so if you hear them, it's not your listening device. It was me. My bad, y'all. But next time, I promise to be a much better soundboard operator. Also to clarify, Amazing Comic Con in Las Vegas is happening June 17th through the 19th. There was some confusion there at the end. So anyway, sit back, relax, and uh, enjoy the show. So, um, because Ooh. you sent me that thing about, uh, Scarlet Pimpernel, Terazuka style, <laughs> like I, my new everything. Yeah. Right. My newest obsession. Uh, I also bought the soundtrack <gasps> to re- like regular Broadway Scarlet Pimpernel. Oh, here's where I get real deep on you. Do you have the encore or do you have the original cast album? <laughs> the original cast album. Oh, look what I've become. <laughs> you are Scarlet Pimpernel trash. I am Scarlet. If any, oh, what what would our fandom name be? Just Scarlet. No, there's not really one. It's just Scarlet. <sighs> I think you're just the Pimpernel. Any abbreviations just makes it sound like pimple. So yeah, you don't want to go that. there. Yeah, don't do that. Oh, yeah. God. Scarlet Pimpernel is great. Oh, my God. That Terazuka thing. I can't handle it. Like, nothing, nothing, you know, gets me more excited than, like, ladies in beautiful costumes and swords. Oh, swishing them around, having right. feelings, having and, conversations. Like, looking beautiful. Much it, like uh, Snow White with the red hair. Did I do it? Do oh, I, you did it! Do I get my Segway medal? You do. Um, I'm handing it to you right now. Hey, guys, you might notice that there's a voice not in this room. Don't worry. <laughs> the rapture didn't happen. No. Emma did not ascend and leave us behind <laughs> to live on a hell on Earth. No, um, no, no. Although technically she kind of did because she's in Hawaii. Right, and we're in Burbank. <laughs> we're in Burbank. Uh, so maybe kind of yes. But uh, uh, instead, Kelby's looking very dashing at the controls <laughs> with her you. headphones on. Headphones. And uh, I compliment s- me, compliment oh, me. Oh, girl, you look so good sitting across from me. Oh, in, thanks, in your, babe. In your beautiful tank top. Thank you. Your tank top looks great, too. Thank you. Uh, for those, <laughs> obviously, you're not in the room, so you don't know what we're wearing. Uh, we are both wearing our Look Human Sailor Uranus Sailor Neptune uh, tank tops. Because we like to match. We love to match. We love matching. Yes, we're that couple. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, you know, since Emma is not with us today, sorry, not with us, (laughs) makes her sound like she died. (laughs) You paused. Oh, my God, I did. I did. I'm so sorry. Uh, Since Emma is out of state, (laughs) that's better. Since Emma is out of state, we uh, got together and figured out this crazy uh, soundboard and are going to talk to you guys about a show that we love called Snow White White with the the Red Red Hair. Hair. Yeah. The Japanese title is Akagami no Shirayuki Hime. Yes. Nice. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Woo! Good job. (laughs) Yay, my pronunciation (laughs) is decent-ish. So... Lola, yeah. Since you're the one who got me all into this oh, show, yes, yes, would yes. you like to give the the uh, viewers at home a brief synopsis? I would. Um, basically, uh, this show is the story of a girl, and this is one of the few times that there's an anime that openly calls out that its characters have unique hair colors. Uh, basically, this girl is well known in her town. A for being a really good. Oh, what is her title? Herbologist. Yeah, yeah, she's a yeah. herb. Yeah. It's basically like a pharmacist meets medicine medicine person. woman yeah. meets like uh yeah like she just she does herbalist. all the, and botanist. She's an herbalist. Herbalist. Yes. 
she's like a botanist and a pharmacist all rolled into one um but this local prince is bored one day and he says i need a new woman who's the hottest girl in town and he goes well there's a girl in town with crazy red hair and he's like excellent that'll do bring her to me i'm not gonna go meet her i'm gonna send my jock like a minion to show up where <laughs> she's trying to run a pharmacy and be like pack up your shit <laughs> you're gonna go be a concubine right yeah <laughs> yeah that gross guard that comes to the uh, house and he's just missing like, all he's missing is a popped collar yeah. and like a fraternity yeah sweater it's it's so gross i don't know what fraternities wear i assume there's a sweater right is there a sweater uh, if you're in a fraternity let me know if there's a sweater i mean maybe old school fraternities did? maybe he's in like a 1920s fraternity i don't know but like yeah he's the gr- he's so gross because he's just like the prince wants you for his concubine and she's like oh that's i that's mean nice. I'd, I'd rather not do that <laughs> and then he's like wear something pretty and you're like uh, Ew. and it's not even the prince it's his fucking like messenger guard guy yeah who's like make sure you wear something nice and you're uh, like ew uh, so if his guard is that big of a garbage person you can only imagine like how awful the prince is yeah so she um she packs up her shop and uh leaves out all of the prescriptions for everybody that she was working on and like labels them and then uh takes up her big long mane of beautiful red hair and just cuts it off cuts it just cuts it off and is like you want my hair you can have my hair Boom. deuces i'm out of town yeah <laughs> such a cool yeah. opening it's amazing and i was immediately in love with it of course and uh then of course she goes into the woods and uh kelby who does she meet in the woods a very handsome handsome silver-haired man named zen oh zen he wears a really dashing blue outfit and has a sword and he leaps over walls that yeah i'm i'm 100 percent into that he's a leaper yeah he's uh he's like bran of bran had fallen out a window he is a hmm. jumpity jumper <laughs> I broke Kelby. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, yeah, so they they meet. They have this encounter. Uh, he injures himself as he like you know vaults over the wall, and so she heals him using her her herbalist tricks. But then they, you know, this beautiful meeting is interrupted when <laughs> they're discovered by. <laughs> prince douchebag's guards oh god yeah it's it's um so zen has his two bodyguards and they run into shiroyuki because uh oh yeah uh, yeah no the bodyguards are not douchebag guards no the Sorry. bodyguards are not douchebag guards no uh basically are, yeah yeah shiroyuki pieces out of town she ends up uh falling asleep outside of uh just a house in the woods mm-hmm. uh this uh leapy leaperson zen comes over the wall but we don't know he's a prince yet spoilers spoilers and uh, he's got his two buddy guards. So she stays with them. They start talking to each other. They bond a they little. They bond. It's great. Yeah. She's, there's like a spot on her hair that she missed. There's like a tendril. And she's like, will you cut it off for me? And he's like, no, I would never. No, I can't cut your hair. I don't know you. I barely know you, woman. Girl. Girl, that's scandalous. <laughs> and then they go back to the house. And they think everything's great. And there's a basket of goddamn apples on right. the doorstep. Because in case you forgot the name of this show, Snow, Snow White. White. Yeah. So. Which are delivered by Prince Douchebag. Prince guards. Douchebag yeah. left some fucking apples. Yeah. And she's like, all right, I uh, now I have to explain to you why. <laughs> yeah, like what's going down. Yeah, like I've had a very strong reaction to some apples, so we have to talk about this. <laughs> and then she gives him, you know, the spiel about like, he wanted me to be his mistress and I am not about that. So I left town. <laughs> and there's a great moment because, again, we, I mean, we jumped the gun. We don't know he's a prince yet. Right. But he's like, Raj? oh yeah that guy's an asshole <laughs> and you're like well it's apparently everyone seems to know he's <laughs> a terrible everybody's person like yeah prince roger's a dick <laughs> which we saw him briefly again at the beginning and he he's a dick he is he's awful yeah uh but then for some reason zen decides he's gonna eat that apple yep <laughs> well and you know <laughs> since it's snow white we all know how apples work in in this universe yeah you take a nappy nap Oh, yeah. Oh, you take a poison nap. You take a poison nappy nap. Uh, and uh, so at this point, uh, he takes a poison nap. <laughs> Zen just is like, I'm going to eat this apple to show you the apples aren't poisoned. Oh, whoops, the apple's poisoned. So he takes a poison nappy nap and uh, douchebag bodyguard uh, of 
uh, Raj. Yes. Shows up and is like, oh, whoops, you were supposed to eat that apple. As if that's better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, the redhead was supposed to eat it. <laughs> it's like, okay, so you were going to poison the girl who didn't want to be your mistress. Yeah. Classy move, sir. You couldn't have, like, gone with, like, a Hallmark card and, like, an edible yeah, arrangement right. to impress this girl? No, 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 no. Let's just go ahead and poison her. See, this this is an example of the uh, fragility of the male ego at work. I agree entirely. <laughs> This is a metaphor for fragile masculinity. Yes, it is. Uh, but basically, Zen is 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 taking his poison nap, and Shiryuki realizes she has to go with douchebag bodyguard mm-hmm. to see Raj and be like, "I don't want to be your concubine." Yeah. P.S. Can I have the antidote, please, for my friend? Yes. <laughs> and then uh, she she does get the antidote. She does. Yes. Uh, but she, it's like, there's a really great scene where she shows up and this prince who has never seen, Raj has never seen her. He's just heard from his informant in town that there is a beautiful girl with red hair. He has no idea what she looks like. He was like, um, I need a new outfit. I don't know what I like. Have a personal shopper pick something out for me. Yeah. Except instead of an outfit, it's a girl. It's a person. Yeah. So she shows up and he's like, well, 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 you are pretty good looking. And the audience says barf. Yes. We all say barf. And uh, she's like, can I have the antidote, please? And he's like, if you agree to be my concubine. And she's like, oh, maybe. Yeah. (laughs) Like, hard maybe. (laughs) And then, uh, ding dong, surprise, uh, our friend from the forest shows up, yes. and he is not dead, and he is also, spoiler alert, a prince. A prince <laughs> from the neighboring kingdom, which means <laughs> that Lord Douchebag Raj has caused an international incident. <laughs> he has done something that could trigger a, a war, war. <laughs> and he immediately basically pisses his pants yes. and apologizes, and then, uh... Swears to, like, never look at Shirayuki again. <laughs> It's so good. It's so good. And then Shirayuki decides that she's going to go and live in Zen's kingdom, which is the next kingdom over. Which is an infinitely way more chill kingdom yes. because Zen is the prince of it and exactly. not shit-ass Raj. Yes. <laughs> and that is how the show opens. Oh, uh, that's the first episode, the first guys. Episode. That's not the first season. It's no. the first episode. Super exciting. Oh. Yeah. And then so and the, the, it's two seasons long. Um, it's also a manga series. Which has, uh, not been, um, translated into English yet. Yeah. Or if it has, very recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not seeing anything on Wikipedia about it being translated yet. But it is a, the manga is written by Sarata Akizuki. And, um, you know, they made the anime, I believe it came out, it says July 6, 2015 is when it came out. When the manga Japan. came out or the anime? With the anime. Oh, all right. Yep. So we got it pretty quickly after. Yeah, yeah, we did. I it my I don't know if it's simulcasted or not. Probably not. Mm. But yeah, but you can watch it all on Hulu and they've got uh they've got also got it on Crunchyroll and I think if you watch it on Crunchyroll you can watch some of it dubbed cuz Funimation yeah. has dubbed it. The dub the dub has I know it started. I don't know if it aired. Yeah, I know that Crunchyroll a little while back had like the first 3 episodes dubbed that you could watch. Yeah, I remember um because I feel like the first step for when I become obsessed with an anime is I check to see if I can buy the manga. <laughs> I just immediately go to Amazon and start looking and the only one I could find was in Japanese and I was like, "Well, I can't read this." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. The extent of my Japanese is conversational, and I can ask you um, if you're hungry or thirsty. And, and where's the bathroom? And where's the train station? I don't even know where the bathroom is. Oh. I can tell you, I can ask where the train station is. Oh, well, is. that's also handy. Hopefully there's a bathroom at the train station. Mm. But I uh, can't read Snow White with the yeah. Red Hair until it gets translated. So hopefully that'll happen soon. But if it's getting dubbed, I can imagine that they would probably start translating the manga. Oh. But that first episode is super killer, and the rest of the show is just as good. Yeah, it's Just basically, um, I describe it as a fairy tale with no magic, where everybody just spends the whole time trying to be really good at their jobs. Yeah. Like, everybody has a job. She wants to be an uh, herbalist. Mm-hmm. 
uh, I keep wanting to say herbology because no. that's that's Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. <laughs> she is, but she w- I think she would be a Hufflepuff. Oh yeah, definitely. She's definitely a Hufflepuff. Yes. Shiryuki's a Hufflepuff. I agree. And Zen is a Gryffindor. Oh, such a Gryffindor. <laughs> yeah, such a Gryffindor. Um, uh, <laughs> but yeah, like the whole show. Uh, and it's not even spoiling anything for you. Someone accidentally spoiled. I haven't seen season two. But uh, someone spoiled the end of season two, and I was like, well, duh, that's exactly what happens, yeah. is everyone continues being good at their jobs and being in love with the appropriate people. Yes. Yeah. But it's just a really good show because, it, you know, there's nothing, it, it is like, it's a shoujo series, and it is a fairy tale, and it's just, it's just this really uplifting, refreshing kind of show where there's no super dark and sinister plots, at least nothing yeah. too crazy. And, uh, you know, characters are really supportive of each other. And like, there are ca- there are characters that are bad, but kind of their whole thing is they're they're like, I'm here to tell you why you shouldn't do the thing that you want to do. Yeah. And then the heroes go, no, I'm going to continue to try to be the thing that I want to do. And I'm not going to let you stop me. Then everyone goes, well done. You're very brave. Credits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but even the villains are really interesting because, like, they have their own arcs, too. And, and the people that you start off hating and, and you're like, oh, I hate that guy's such a dick but you uh you know throughout the show as they grow as characters you start to understand where they're coming from spoiler alert raj yeah we spent a whole episode talking about raj he actually has some character development it's amazing (laughs) and and um it's just such a clever show and all of the female characters are super uh capable and very clever and you know there's no there's no damsels and there are different types of women because you know you've got shirayuki who is your heroine ingenue type and she's not physically strong but she's very smart and she's very clever and then you've got kiki who is uh one of zen's bodyguards and she's very stoic and very tough and she sword fights and but and there's never a moment of opposition between those two which is so refreshing like every girl in this show like is not in competition with the other girl and even when new characters come in, you're like, oh, here's another character. Yeah. It's going to create romantic confusion. It never does. Nope. They're just like, I am also here to do my job yeah. and make friends <laughs> and then go about yeah. my day. And be supportive and love my friends. <laughs> like, it's so refreshing to not have like love triangle. You know, because shoujo yeah. animes, I feel like a lot of things that happens is that like there's a love triangle or, you know, there's a competition of some kind mm-hmm. or, you know, but like this is not that kind of shoujo series. Yeah. Like I'm I'm not, oh, I say people are doing their jobs. Like literally they are doing their jobs. Yeah. Zen is being a prince. Zen is doing like <laughs> princely work. The bodyguards are, are training to continue being good bodyguards. Shirayuki is literally like grinding plants and yeah, like she's learning the to be like stocked. a court herbologist. Like, exactly. Like super legit. Yeah. It's, it's, it's almost like it's a shoujo series. That is a fantasy, but it's also like a slice of life. Oh yeah, in a fantasy, it's Definitely. really interesting the way it's all it's, laid out. It's like if um you were looking at all of the really peaceful towns while the events of Lord of the Rings was happening. Yes, elsewhere. Yeah, <laughs> like the part of the world that Mordor never reached, and no. they're just like, ah, oh, yes, it's very pretty here, and I'm growing flowers. The end. Yeah, but <laughs> but it's never but it's never boring because the characters are so much fun. And and I, I don't know. I feel like um, the thing that makes this show so good and, and nice is that I kind of feel if you've seen The Paradise, which is not an anime. Yes, that's a show on the BBC. You guys should oh, totally watch man. it. I think it's still on Netflix. It's only it, two seasons. Two seasons. And, and each season is like eight episodes. It's, it's based, I believe, on a novel by Emile Zola. Uh, I could be wrong about that. But um, it, it was French. It. It's been set in England. It's basically about a, a department store in the Edwardian era. I think that's right. Edwardian era. Um, if I'm wrong, feel free to correct me. But it's it's this whole. I'm gonna. I call it um like um work fantasy. Yes. Shows. It's basically like for people that have had a really shitty day, and you've got all your real world responsibilities, and you go home and you watch a show about somebody who is handling things on a practical level. And is just finding solutions to things. And and at the end of the day, someone's like, you're good at your job. And mm-hmm. you achieved a thing. And that, it's just, Snow White with the Red Hair is such a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Especially if you, you know, are, are working and going to school and living your life. And it seems like things are standing in your way. And then you watch this show and you're like, I can do it. Yeah. 
oh, it's so refreshing. <laughs> it's like a cool, refreshing drink. Yes, it's a very, it's and it's very character driven. Like that's the best part about the show is is that all the characters are cool because you know you got you've got this prince, but he's very kind of a. A rugged kind of guy. He, you know, he he likes to run away from the castle and and uh, explore the his kingdom and explore the neighboring kingdom. And then you've got his two bodyguards who are really funny and and um, you've got this one roguish character Obi! who comes later. <laughs> yes, Obi's the best. Obi, uh, Kelby and I are very team Obi. I'm very team Obi. <laughs> Google Obi and tell me he's not your favorite. He's so cute. <laughs> Um, but yeah, all, all the characters are very like well thought out and they're fully fledged and they're not just there to take space. Like every character has something important to do. And they something have a reason they've them. shown up. Even, even the background characters, yes. the palace guards. The palace guards are the best. Can we talk about the palace guards? <laughs> the palace guards throughout the, the entire course of the show are kind of like the chorus in a way. They're like a Greek chorus <laughs> yeah. where they like speak for the audience. <laughs> and it's so funny because they're always like... Girl, did you hear what so and so said about blah blah blah? <laughs> and like anytime that Zen and Shirayuki have something going on with them, they're like, "Oh, Aww. girl!" <laughs> like the first time she shows up, they're like, "Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god!" It's that red-haired girl. It's that red-haired girl. Oh, she looks so cool. I mean, on your way, man. I mean, on your way, man. On your way, man. Did you see how cool she was? <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, the prince. The prince is like." You know, super into her and la da 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 and, and oh oh I mean hello, I mean your Majesty uh, yes sir yes, yes sir mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like they're so cool I love them and um, when they have to do mean things they're like oh no <laughs> they're like oh I can't do that I can't deliver that message it's but gonna I, be so sad but I just want to talk to my friend about how excited I am about everything that's going on in the palace <laughs> oh man <laughs> so you've only seen season one I've only seen season one oh, okay. I am am so far behind. I have to watch season two. You do, man, because it's pretty good. But we won't we won't talk about it. We won't. I will not spoil do, it. I will not do that to you. Ugh, I love but you I, for that. I do want to talk about episode two though, because oh. I feel like episode two is the best episode in the entire show. Seriously, guys, if just even if you're like, oh, I've got so many shows to watch, I don't have enough time. Give yourself. 40 minutes Mm -hmm. 44 tops and watch the first two episodes because the first one is the one that we (laughs) summed up for you the second one is a macgyver episode in a way yeah yeah so uh so immediately following the first episode shirayuki has moved to the neighboring kingdom of clarence uh and um she goes on a quest to get some herbs because she's going to start studying to be a court herbologist for the palace. And She could just, like, have the prince put her in an apartment and waft around and not do anything for a living. But right. she's like, no, I am going to pass this medical exam yes. and get a job as a doctor. <laughs> in the palace. In the palace like, on my own merit. my keep and stuff. So I got to go up a mountain and yeah. find a bunch of herbs to practice yes but while she is out she gets kidnapped kidnapped da, da, da. and locked away in a tower oh and it's so terrifying so scary because i you know like this guy is uh, he's gonna sell her i think is what yeah he, yeah because at first i thought oh raj sent this guy that's what i thought too and then he starts talking to her and he's like oh no i heard that like raj was looking for you but then he like chickened out so I'm just going to sell you to anyone who will Anybody buy you. Anybody who will buy you. Or your hair is so short, maybe I will hang out with you for like a whole damn year until your hair grows out. And, and then, then I'll sell you. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, and, and it's terrifying. And she's alone. And like there's nobody else with her. And so Zen starts to get worried. And he's like, well, I need to go and find her. And um, it's such a great episode because it just demonstrates how clever Shirayuki is. Oh my god. Like you I mean, you know, it's it's obvious that she's pretty smart when we first meet her because, you know, she's she's an herbologist. She's making all this medicine and she's Yeah, and she was know. running her own business back in her hometown. Yeah, and like she knows what's up. She knows what's up and you know, she's ballsy obviously because she cut her hair and fled her kingdom to get away from the prince mm-hmm. who decided, you know, he wanted her as his like his little girl lady. Friday, whatever. And and uh she just like figures out 
all kinds of ways to slip past this captive. Like she sets certain herbs on fire and general and makes like a smoke bomb essentially. Yeah. And she has this whole move where she, she stays up all night, like scratching her ropes against the wall to like break them and then pretends she's asleep and then pulls a rug out from under something and then locks him inside the room. And then, Oh, Oh man. She just so like so many things. And, uh, it's very much like like that scene at the end of Ever After with yes. Drew Barrymore. Yes, where, yes, yes. Where she like, <laughs> you know, fends off her captor herself, and then she comes outside, and the prince is there with like his vanguard and all these swords and horses, and she just comes strolling out like, oh hey man, how are you? I'm no, I'm I'm here to rescue you. I brought I brought people. I'm here to rescue. Oh. Oh man, that was, I'm so sorry for like all the trouble you went through. Yeah, like I, I handled it. I noticed you're on the outside of the tower and not yeah. locked in the. All right, well, cool. I mean, if you've got a horse, that'd be great because like my legs are really tired. Yeah. Oh, all right, all right, sweet, thanks. But I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but it's also really cool. Like for like, I mean, this is a, 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 I mean, it can be described as a fantasy show. There's not magic, but it's kind of in that realm of like knights and chivalry. And, yeah, and and it's obviously you know in a made up kingdom. Yeah, um, but uh, even even this guy, like, we've established that there's this creepy, and he's kind of young and kind of handsome, which makes it even ickier. Yeah. That is, like, chasing her around, trying to catch her in this tower before she gets out, and then he almost gets the upper hand again. But even he has a backstory. Yeah, and he gets a character arc, too. He gets a character arc. He used to have a lot of money, and this was his family's country house, and he's lost everything, and he's so desperate that he's going to sell a girl to someone to try to restore his family home. Yeah, like, every, like everyone is just so multifaceted and that's Everybody what makes has a backstory. this backstory this game sorry game. this show so great this game of thrones of the, that's a different show nope that's what this show is now okay <laughs> can you imagine if game of thrones was as uplifting <laughs> snow white with the red oh hair oh my god Prince nobody would watch it ned stark you've been sentenced to death but your plucky courage has proven that i need to be a better king so you're free credits <laughs> that's it that's the show that's it that's the show <laughs> oh man no 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 one would watch that show no that would not work everybody watches game of thrones because it makes them miserable that's why they watch yeah, that show. it's it's the opposite it's you watch game of thrones when you want to feel dark things and you watch snow white with the red hair when you need like something refreshing mm-hmm. it's your two it's it's like a, a light green tea mm-hmm. and like a dark beer. Yes. Does your decide for yourself which is which. Yes. yes I don't yes. care. Um. So. Season one only has twelve episodes. Correct. Yes. Uh. And you know. Good stuff all around. Um, good stuff all around. You know, we get to meet uh, Prince Zen's older brother, who at first you <laughs> think is going oh. to be a terrifying. Villain. Indeed, and also he looks like Hal from Howl's Moving he Castle. He does look like Hal from Howl's Moving Castle. I kept, I kept thinking he was Hal, and then it also made me laugh because Emma's brother for the oh, Sailor yes. party, Colin, dressed as, dressed as yeah. Hal, so that I kept picturing Emma's brother, Colin, as Prince, uh, as a uh, oh, what is his name, Prince? Uh, is on. I just kept calling him Prince Howl. <laughs> no, that's not his name. No, nope, it's Prince Howl. That's Hold what on. it is now. Hold on, Prince. I'm- Colin Howell. No, not his name. <laughs> so Colin Howell. No, Prince Izana, I believe is his name. Yeah, there you go. That's close enough. Okay. Uh, but he, yeah, and uh, the class system comes into this too, where yeah. her being a commoner and a foreigner yes. gets used a lot as like evidence of why she shouldn't be someone. Mm-hmm. And there's even a character later on who uses that as a bribe to try to get her to go along with the plan where he says, you love the prince. I can use my connections to get you land and titles to where you will have the rank to be able to be with him. Yeah. So it's so much a thing that giving her equal status is like a legitimate bribe. Yeah. But she doesn't care and he doesn't care. They're yeah. just. They're just bros. She wants to be an herbal an herbalist. That, yeah, and she's very focused. She's like on that path. I'm happy we're friends, and we both know that we probably like each other, but we're not going to address that because I have homework and you have prince <laughs> and homework. You have prince homework. <laughs> Although we do end up addressing it by the end of season one. Spoilers. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's great. Yeah, because I believe we kiss 
Yes. Oh, it's such a good cast too. <laughs> Isn't it in the woods? It's um they are in the tower and it's after they've had that exchange with um where she got hurt uh with the so there's a girl who is trying to save um, her kingdom her kingdom there's this endangered um bird species that's yes. being hunted to death and she's like i can prove that these birds are good for messengers and there's this like shitty guy who tries to bribe shidayuki with like offers of like the right social circles yes and he's like i want to hunt these birds for fun and the scroll's like no you can't so they have this challenge to see if this bird is a good messenger. And if so, then mm-hmm. it'll be a protected species. And in the course of her helping this girl get this endangered protected status for her birds, she gets injured. And so she's in it waiting at this tower and everything is like settled. And he hears that she got hurt and he comes running in and she's like, I can explain everything. Yeah. Uh, just I'm fine. And he just smooches her. He just kisses her and it's so, so good. good and it's uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> i don't have words i don't have words and then it's a, the thing that's so good about it because it's a slice of life show they have a kiss the whole next episode is about them dealing with it is them dealing with it and being weird around each other yeah <laughs> this show is so great like i this is one of those shows and i hardly ever do this uh, the only other show, not even a show, the only other like fandom I can think of where I do this is um, Star Wars Force Awakens, where I legit ship everyone with everyone. 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 And Sailor Moon. Yeah. Yeah. But I I ship Shidayuki with Obi. Yeah. I, I ship her with Zen. I ship Obi and Zen. I ship Obi and Zen. I ship Kiki and Mitsuhide, but I also yeah. ship Obi and Mitsuhide, but I also ship Zen and Mitsuhide. Like, yeah. I, I just, just want everyone to kiss. It's the same thing as The Force Awakens of like, this is my boyfriend, and this is his boyfriend, and this is his boyfriend's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and we're all in this big old relationship, and no one's with Howl. He can sit up in his room and discuss with himself how he feels about this class system thing. Exactly. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Like and and uh you know, I I've never been like a super hardcore shipper, but this show is when I finally really was aware of like you know, the treachery of or the treacherousness mm-hmm. of uh of shipping of the quicksand yes because i started reading so much fan fiction (gasps) you did not this pulled you in it was dirty fan fiction oh you got into some smutty stuff are you reading what are you reading even obi shudayuki yes i knew you would be because you know that's my favorite pairing (laughs) yes i know and at first i was all i was like zen and shudayuki all the way and then there's an episode i think it's season two but I want to say that there's, like... There's one in season one. It's the episode after Shidayuki and Zen have kissed, and they're being awkward. Yeah. And Obi's like, listen, let's head out to the woods and just, like, get you out of here so you can stop being so weird. But he also tries to hold her hand. Like, yeah, that that was it. Yeah. That was the moment. He can't help himself. He just, like... And if if you know me, if you know what I love, which is, like, Jane Austen movies... Where and nobody like touches. Victorian novels, where nobody touches. It, it, people wanting to hold each other's hands and then pulling away mm-hmm. is pornography to me it reminded me of that scene in in uh pride and prejudice with kira knightley and matthew <gasps> mcfadden where he helps her up onto the carriage and then as he walks away the camera focuses in on his hand and he stretches his fingers like it's an electrical shock like, oh it reminded me of that and i just mm-hmm. like I, my heart yep, yep went yep. all a flutter and my face got real red and i was like oh i'm in it now yep <laughs> yep 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 I'm like oh there it is uh it's just a delicious chocolate parfait of like happiness yeah <laughs> it's such a it's just such a good show and it's so uplifting oh. and, and the animation is really pretty and the music's really and beautiful. the music's really beautiful too guys just if you're having a bad day you should just if, watch if traffic was bad show. like it was for me oh my god oh p.s hollywood uh, bowl is bullshit oh, if you've ever been to la and you know where the hollywood bowl is it is horrible the worst if if you're seeing a concert there it's fun if you are driving by it it will like shut down the city for blocks it takes you forever Mm -hmm. so if you're like me and you're stuck in traffic for an hour and you move a block and you're like everything is awful forever and then you walk into say kelby's house (laughs) and snow white with red hair is on you immediately feel like 
oh, I had an obstacle. <laughs> and then I overcame it. Now I'm here. <laughs> it sounds like I'm describing a cult. Is uh, this a cult? Mm, this sounds like a great cult. I mean, it's a cult without any of the poison, and we're definitely not Scientology. So I think you're all right. Okay, great. It's yeah. a fun cult. Yeah. It's a fault. <laughs> it's a fault. <laughs> oh, my God. Hashtag fault. This is why this is why Emma doesn't leave us unattended. Yeah, no, guys, this is seriously just us in the rec room and mom's not home. <laughs> she's gonna she's gonna listen to this and be like, what did you do while I was gone? <laughs> and we'll be like, uh we some of us we, weren't at the beach. Yeah, some of us weren't in Hawaii, so we tried to talk about something we liked. <laughs> this is our time. This is our time down here. <laughs> and that's your time. Our fans will understand. <laughs> And hopefully watch Snow White with the and red hopefully hair. Hopefully watch Snow White with the red hair. That's all we can ask. Exactly. And then uh, I haven't seen season two yet, so we're not going to talk about. No, we season won't. Two. No, no, no. Are there any other moments from season one that you would want to talk about, or any characters mm. that I, I haven't brought up? I think the. I mean, we've talked about the majority of it. I I would just like to point out that one of my favorite things happened, which is a play within a play. Yeah. I Wait, love. Hold- plays within plays was was that correct it was it the is season oh yes finale. it was the season finale you're right anytime people in a show have to be involved in a play or there is a play about events happening um and before anybody tweets it at us yes i know the game of thrones had that a play moment. within a play and i'm not watching the season because i am a book snob who's protesting changes but <laughs> when that clip services on youtube along with the clip of uh Brienne and Tormund <laughs> I'm gonna watch the shit out of both of those because oh I God. love plays within a play and um there's a scene where somebody has an evil scheme but it's not to murder no it's just to embarrass yeah and it fails because it, and it's not even really to like, like embarrass how would you her, describe it? her it's so so what happens is is that there's a because he's like the TMZ of the kingdom essentially kind of so the, there's a festival going on in the castle and uh, Zen disguises himself so that he can run around the festival with Shiryuki and so they go and they're watching a play they're on a date it's a secret date it's a secret date it's a secret guys. undercover date um, <laughs> but uh, he and Shiryuki go and they watch these players to performing a show and the actress uh, who's playing the lead needs to quit because she's hurt her ankle oh but like this troupe has worked so hard to get to this festival they're like no we can't cancel the show this is like our shot this is our audition for juilliard (laughs) exactly so uh they convince shirayuki to uh play the princess in the show and they cover i believe they cover her hair so as not to like cause a stir and also not to really reveal who they've got replacing their main actor because everybody everybody's a buzz with the story of this red-haired girl yeah. in the palace. Yeah. So, uh one of the actors is like I'm going to change the blocking, which uh side note. Don't. If you are in a play <laughs> and you think you are being oh so clever by changing your blocking and not informing any of your other actors you're an asshole. You can go to hell and die. We die in a fire because that is messed up. Don't do that. I've, have you ever had an actor's nightmare? Do you know what it's like when it, when it happens to you in real life? Yeah. I've. There are people that I stopped speaking to for years Yeah, because they changed their blocking on stage in the middle of shows that we were in together. And I. it took years to be able to speak to them again yeah. and we both know who i'm talking now about. if it happens on accident like if you forgot or if you just got swept up in the moment and the blocking change that's fine that's fine you know what i can forgive that but if you make a conscious decision to change yeah. your blocking and you don't tell anybody that's bad there's a special level of hell for you correct uh so this actor is like i'm going to change the blocking and i'm going to knock off her headpiece and reveal her hair and then everyone will be a buzz, and then our show will be super popular, and that's how we're gonna get our you yeah, know, our big like, break. Oh my god, look at that cool girl with red hair! Oh, this, this show, this show is the best. Give this show a grant. Yeah, it's <laughs> this the, show's going from off Broadway to Broadway. Yeah, it's the troop leader. The troop leader plans to do it. Yeah, and um, Zen finds out 
about it because he's because they still think he's a guard yeah and they're like he we over can, i think he overhears them they're like this guard's a dum-dum he's not gonna hear us yeah, scheming yeah. our schemes so he rips off his guard clothing and jumps into the scene which he loves doing in the show oh, by the way yes he, he loves a haha yes because there, there are several hahas <laughs> for prince zen Yes, he's Where a he's fan just of the like, ha-has. BG Dub, I'm a prince. And everyone goes, oh my god, it's the prince. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, gosh, it's the prince. But he hops in there and, is all, and changes all the lines to keep Shiroyuki from ever having to take her hood off in front of everybody. And every other actor in the show is like, I spent weeks working on this. <laughs> but I, I worked on my character. <laughs> I told my agent. I sewed my own costume. I sewed my own costume. I brought my headshots. And now it's all gone to shit. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but it's okay, because I believe that despite the hiccup, the show does get really popular and that troupe gets more work. Yeah, it sounds pretty great. I'm pretty sure that's how that happens, so... Yeah, 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 yeah. And and the audience loves a, a car crash, so they probably would show up the next time just to see if it happened again. Yes. <laughs> it's like Jerry Springer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then at the end of that episode, there's a very sweet moment where they're like, hey, so we kind of went on a date today, but not, hey, by the way, I'm going to continue being an herbologist and you're going to continue being the prince and I'm not going to let anything get in the way of that, but... <laughs> uh, we totally should kiss again when we both don't have homework. Let's watch some fireworks. Yeah. So sweet. Oh, it's the most responsible. This is the love story that, like, parents yeah. would be. Like, if this was, like, a Disney movie, mm-hmm. parents would be like, watch this movie. Yeah. Be like this princess. Yeah. She has a career. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it really is, though. This is, like, the perfect, like, princess story because... She is super determined and she, I mean, not to say that other princess stories aren't good. I mean, every, yeah, yeah. every princess uh, movie that Disney made had some kind of lesson that you could take from it. But like, she's just such a good heroine because it's not all about looking pretty and it's not all about getting love. It's about forging, and she mentions it in the show too. It's about forging her own path. She talks a lot about her path and a lot about her story. And yeah. she's like, this is the path I've chosen. I'm not going to stray from it. Mm-hmm. And when people try to threaten her, sometimes with actual weapons, yes. sometimes with like peer pressure. Yeah. And she's sometimes like, with kidnapping. And sometimes with kidnapping, she just says, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I know why I abandoned my shop mm-hmm. and came here to do this yeah. and i'm gonna keep doing it i am writing my own story oh and yeah that's, you better get out of the way that's the that's the show the show is ever is these everybody really good writing their own story deciding to write their own story the way they want to write it and the fact that they're able to do it together and incorporate each other into their stories like it's such a good show about like just you know self-love and friendship and oh god yeah. damn it like i can't i can't recommend that's, it enough yeah that's it guys that's the that's it that's the show it's great <laughs> Go watch it. Ten Go out watch it. Ten million stars. Yeah. Speaking of stars. Stars. Ooh, look at your segue skills. I'm doing so well. You're zooming around like you're on an actual <laughs> segue with your skills. Oh, thank you. Um, okay. Ooh. So this uh, review is from Shark Raider. Whoa, look out. Wait, hold on. Is this a shark stealing things from me or is someone stealing sharks? <laughs> I don't know. They'd have to clarify. <laughs> Talk to us on Twitter and tell us if you are stealing sharks or a, a shark committing acts stuff. of theft. Yes. Um, so Shark Raider says, amazing and full of nostalgia. As a lover of Sailor Moon since a child, this podcast explored topics and themes I only thought I was geeky enough to do in my own mind. I recently watched PGSM and I've been keeping up with Crystal as well as watching the 90s anime again on Hulu. So when I found this podcast, I was hooked. Yay! Like a shark on a hook. Uh, Awesome job, ladies. Keep up the great work. Five stars. Yay! Thank Thank you, Shark. Thank you, Shark Thief. And then we have this one from Angel Face 30. And it says, so fun. Love the show. And then she gave us a bunch of cute little moon emojis. (gasps) Moon emojis? Those are my favorite. It's nice that someone loves Sailor Moon like I do. Heart that kiss. And more emojis. 
Oh. We heart that kiss, too. Uh, we care a lot about that kiss, as is palpably obvious. Yes. <laughs> and then the last new one that we have here is from Grace. Like, that's how it's spelled. I love it. I wish I had a soundboard that could make, like, air horn sounds. Welcome to the morning zoo with Grace. Such a cool name. It says, the silver crystal of podcasts. Whoa! That's great. I love that title. That's not sarcasm. I got really excited that about your great title. Is that. It says, I have so enjoyed listening to these ladies week after week discussing all things Sailor Moon and all incarnations. It's really wonderful to hear these discussions, which are equally insightful and hilarious. Thank you, ladies, for always driving the point home that Sailor Moon isn't just a magical girl phenomenon, but a strong testament of female empowerment, friendship, and the all-encompassing power of love. Also looking forward to that Escaflone episode winky emoji. Oh, and if you... Five stars. If you think that we're not going to play a sweet, sweet sample of the horrible American theme song in the course of that episode, it's going to happen. I really like it. How does it go? It's like Escaflone. Well, no, it starts with like a... First, it starts with like a techno beat, right? Okay, it's like... Like a techno beat. And then you hear this deep voice just go, Escaflone. and then a choir just sings the name over and over again i think when we have more time we should just do a couple of shots and then record us trying to remember what the american theme songs for shows are and then have somebody lay that audio (laughs) over the over the video of that opening sequence Oh my god, I think that's a great idea. If you guys think that's a great idea, tweet at us, because I wouldn't be 100% down to do this. Yeah, that's a project that I'm alright with doing. (laughs) Uh, So I think that's gonna conclude this first, like, you know, house party episode. Uh, For the record, we're also staying up past our bedtime, and we had uh, cookies for dinner. Um, because Emma's out of town, and uh, now we're going to tell scary ghost stories and watch cable TV until one in the morning. Because mom's not here, she can't tell us what to do. mom's not here, she can't tell us what to do. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Lola, where can people find you on the internet? Well, when I'm not eating too many cookies and falling asleep at your house. (laughs) uh, That's like every weekend, though. That doesn't count. It really, yeah, it kind of is. Yeah. Maybe even like multiple times during the week. Yeah, that doesn't count as a unique thing. Um, I can be found at Unwinona, U-N-W-I-N-O-N-A. And again, if you, I haven't updated it in a while. But if you want to read my boxcar children fan fiction, <laughs> go to at cool boxcar kids on Twitter. And if you look on Tumblr, cool boxcar kids. Um, I'm hoping to do more with it. Um, ideally, once we have more cons coming up and I have a few more chapters, I want to print them out and have them be like secret prize giveaways. Oh, that'd be fun. And have someone design like a cover that looks like a boxcar children cover, but it's like weird. <laughs> And so you have to, like, say the secret words to get a copy of Cool Boxcar Kids. I don't know. It's a work in progress. No, I think that sounds great. I think that's a great but, plan. Uh, that's me. On Winona and Cool Boxcar Kids. Sweet. And uh, I'm Kelby McClellan. You can find me. <laughs> you hesitated. Well, cause Who are you? <laughs> because I still haven't legally changed my name yet. <laughs> that's true. You haven't. I haven't. Um. But uh, you can find me on Twitter at Real Femininity is in the genuine article. And then you can find me on Tumblr and Instagram. 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 That's where all the goth kids post their pictures. <laughs> Instagram uh, at femi- or just Femininity. One word. Like Madonna. Uh, so that's Instagram and Tumblr. And um, if you want to see me in person, uh, you can buy tickets to the Labyrinth of Jareth Masquerade, which is happening August 4th and 5th at the Biltmore in L.A. Hey, guys, do you do you like dressing up real nice and also nerd things and also LARPing and also great music to dance to? And also, did you not get invited to prom? Because <laughs> I didn't. Guess where you can have all those things labyrinth of Jareth. yay hashtag nerd prom hashtag nerd prom uh tickets are still available you should totally get them the earlier you buy them the cheaper they are uh saturday always sails out so it's gonna be a good year this year lots if of dancing you find me i will slow dance with you <gasps> whoa and uh i'll be dressed as a very handsome gentleman so i'll waltz with you yeah. yeah you could dance up on both of us it's true you, and emma will be there too you could dance up on all 
three all of us and if you want to do an old-timey dance emma and i will probably do regency dances downstairs and we do have a room for that so and uh that's really fun too (laughs) and harder than it looks harder than it looks faux show (laughs) um but uh if you also want to see us in person just talking about actual sailor moon things uh me emma and my husband sam are gonna be in dallas in uh Oh, when are we going to be there? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I feel like I feel like we should just have like a default setting um, like with um, answering machine messages where it's like, we will be there in July. My family, the one we always had is there was a really nasal woman who had to fill in the automated sound. It was like, this is Sears calling. And we saved it on our answer machine yeah. forever. It went, this is Sears calling your vacuum cleaner. <laughs> is ready to be picked up at Sears when you want to pick up your vacuum cleaner. <laughs> so we need a version of that. We, we can do. be like, you can see us at this convention. No, we. I remember now. We're going to be in Dallas at Acon uh, June 3rd through the 5th. Uh, we are going to be doing a panel. Lola, unfortunately, cannot make it. Sam is the surrogate me. He's the surrogate Lola. He's the standing Lola. I have to work for the man. I understand. Mm. But that's okay. Because later on in the month, I believe that is June 17th and 18th, we're all going to be in Vegas for Amazing Vegas Con. And I'm going to be there. And um, I'm probably going to take myself down to that zip line where you zoom <laughs> above the strip. Yeah. Nice. Like, or you fly like Superman. <laughs> I was going to do it before we went to Salt Lake Comic Con. And instead we got t- uh, Fat we got Tuesdays. And I had too much um, alcoholic slushy in my stomach and do I would vomit all over the strip. So yeah, we, I did not go. Yeah, we didn't want you to do that. Yeah, we didn't do that. No. Um, but yes, Las Vegas, I will be there. You will be there and it'll be great. Um, so that's where we will be. But most importantly, you should follow uh, this podcast at LNJPod. That's letter L is in love, letter N is in Nancy, letter J is in justice pod first part of podcast uh you can also email us at love and justice pod at gmail.com uh just in case you have more than 140 characters of love to give or your vacuum cleaner or your <laughs> vacuum cleaner <laughs> <laughs> um but that'll conclude to tonight's episode thank you for hanging with us uh thank you for enduring me as a host this was fun but it's also very intimidating guys give your give kelby a round of applause from wherever you you are this is her first time no training wheels or nothing goodness i know no no safety net i feel like i got Oh